0: Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Speak On It Sports. Each week we deliver hard-hitting analysis of the latest topics in sports while also diving into those more controversial topics as well. I am your host, Justin Henderson. Welcome back to Speak On It Sports. Thank you once again for tuning in. I am Justin Henderson. Let's get to it the game two recap is what we're going to be discussing today and then predictions um, and that going forward into game three on Wednesday night. Now the Golden State Warriors displayed their championship medal in game two, their championship pedigree, their champions heart with Kevin Durant still sidelined, DeMarcus Cousins still working his way back. I mean, his play was better in game two than it was in game one. Uh, we'll touch on that in a little bit. But <clears throat> the Warriors, you know, they could ill afford to lose anyone else, especially a key piece. However, Golden State ended up losing Kevon Looney, who is a key role player. You know, he's going to be out for most likely the rest of the finals due to a fracture in the collarbone. And Clay Thompson went down early in the fourth, actually, after landing awkwardly on a three point attempt. It is said to be just a hamstring strain. Uh, I don't know the grade of it as of yet, Uh, but for Clay, he's listed as questionable for Game 3, although I would highly, highly doubt that he would miss Game 3 at all on Wednesday night. Toronto began the game with another display of stellar defense. Defense that forced the Warriors actually to begin the game missing 20 of their first 28 attempts. The Raptors pushed their lead out to at least 11 at one point, However, Toronto can never make that lead even more comfortable due to only shooting, only shooting 37% for the game. And this is after game one when they lit it up at 50.6% for the game. That is a huge drop off. And this is all the while having a 23 to nothing advantage in second chance points as they did win the rebounding battle in game two. Now this is most definitely a missed opportunity for Toronto. One that could come back to actually haunt them this series. Now, Golden State closed the second quarter well. Uh, They cut Toronto's lead to just five going into halftime. After halftime, the Warriors came out on fire. They began the second half resuming the dubs of last Western Conference Finals of last year against my beloved Rockets, FYI, holding Toronto scoreless until merely the midpoint of the quarter. An 18 run by the Golden State Warriors that, according to Elias, was the longest to start a half in NBA Finals history. Very impressive. A five-point halftime deficit quickly turned into a 72-59 advantage before Toronto finally ended their dry spell with a triple from Fred Van Fleet, who continues his stellar play, with about 620 remaining in the court. Toronto did threaten several times in the fourth, but could not overcome their poor shooting nor Golden State's clutch moments, with obviously Andre Iguodala's clutch three with about seven seconds remaining that ultimately sealed the game for Golden State. But, you know, as clutch as Iguodala's shot was, it was honestly a bad shot. He could have, you know, and this is Iguodala, Iguodala could have kicked it back out to the top, took him more time off the clock, uh, especially since Toronto missed multiple chances to foul. A poor free throw shooter in Draymond Green... They failed to foul uh Sean Livingston at one point. They could have fouled Iguodala actually, who has his struggles, his fair share of struggles from the line. But that's neither here nor there. You know how had Iguodala missed and tried to have secured that rebound, which like I said, they held a fifty-eight to fifty-one edge on the glass, the Raptors would have been down only two, with probably around five to six seconds remaining which is more than enough time to get a quality look. But Andre Godali hit the shot, and that is that. We will continue here on Speak On It Sports right after this. Welcome back to Speak On it Sports. Thank you once again for tuning in. Now, as predicted here on Speak On It Sports, the series is now shifting back to the Bay Area, all even at a game apiece. Golden State is now in control of this series. The ball is in their court, so to speak. I think they protect home court and end the series in six on their home floor in front of their fans, capping the three-peat and fourth title in five years and ending their run in Oakland the best way possible. Yes, that means Speak On Sports is saying Golden State will win the next two at home, return to Toronto where the Raptors will take game five, and then back to the Bay where Golden State ends it in six. We'll return right after this. Speak on Sports. Welcome back to Speak on Sports. I am Justin Henderson. Getting into our matchup battles timeline and our key points that we hear at Speak on Sports highlighted prior to game two Steph Curry versus Kyle Lowry. This is another matchup win for Curry and the Warriors, and another poor playoff performance from Kyle Lowry. Curry finished the game with 23 points. 4 assists and 3 rebounds while adding 3 steals. And that's a plus-minus of plus 12. On the opposite side, Lowry finishes with 13 points, 2 assists, and 1 rebound. He was not nearly as effective as he was defensively in Game 1. Finishing Game 2 with a plus-minus of negative 17. And actually, he fouled out with about 3.52 left on the clock. So definitely a win for Golden State in that matchup in Game 2. Klay Thompson against Danny Green. Clay finished with 25 points, 5 assists, and 5 rebounds. This while missing virtually the entire fourth quarter. As I said before, he went down early in the fourth after landing awkwardly on that three-point attempt. On the other side, Danny Green put in eight points and assists and five boards as he continued to struggle to find a consistent rhythm. Andre Iguodala versus Kawhi Leonard. Iguodala was relatively quiet scoring outside of his of course dagger to seal game too. He did, however, affect the game in other areas, contributing six assists while grabbing eight boards. The Claw continued his dominant play, contributing 34 points, three assists, and grabbing a game-high 14 rebounds. However, he did only shoot two of nine from the the three. Draymond Green versus Pascal Siakam. Draymond finished a single assist shy of a fourth straight triple-double, finishing with 17 points, nine assists, and 10 rebounds as well. He also had a couple of steals thrown in there. Dre finished 6 of 12 from the floor after going just 2 of 9 in Game 1. So he had a bounce-back game, and he's going to win this matchup. As Siakam, being hounded by Draymond Green for the majority of the game, cooled off considerably. After going 14 of 17 in Game 1, Siakam went just 5 of 18 from the floor in Game 2, finishing with 12 points, 5 assists, and 8 rebounds. At the center spot... Marcus Saul versus Demarcus Cousins. Demarcus Cousins getting his first start in the finals of his NBA career, and he did not disappoint at this opportunity. He was more aggressive and active on both ends of the floor, finishing with a double double, 11 points, 10 rebounds, also putting in six assists and a couple of blocks. This move from Golden State Steve Kerr changed the matchup at center, at least for a game, as Marcus Saul was quiet held to just six points after dropping 20 in the opener. Gasol also had six rebounds and two assists. Now out of the starting five for both teams, it was Golden State owning a 4-1 advantage matchup. Uh, That's matchup-wise in game two, with Toronto's only victory there being, of course, the claw in his matchup with Andre Iguodala. We will continue to dive into bench comparisons of game two right after this. Speak on it, sports. Like what you hear? Make sure you never miss a show by subscribing. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Welcome back to Speak On a Sports. Thank you for tuning in. We are very thankful for everyone's support out there. This show would not be possible without support. So, once again, thank you to everyone that has liked, commented on, shared, subscribed, told their friend about the show. Thank you to everyone that has done anything to promote speak on sports. Now, diving into the benches, Golden State went six deep in their bench in game two. That's a credit to their strength in numbers motto. The Warriors bench combined for 25 points, four assists, and six rebounds. Quinn Cook out of Duke University being key, dropping three triples. And Andrew Bogut putting in six points in just seven minutes. All on alley-oops, I believe. On the opposite side, Toronto went just three deep in their rotation. The Raptors bench combined for 31 points, four assists, 15 rebounds, and six steals. The rotation players for Toronto, although only going three deep, were very effective. I think Toronto wins this bench matchup. Fred Van Fleet continued his hot play with 17 points. And Serge Ibaka, despite only playing 16 minutes, finished with seven points and 10 rebounds. Let me come back, we will get into the key points we made prior to game two and give our predictions going forward speak on it, sports thank you for tuning in to speak on in sports just a quick message let you know we are now available on anchor google Podcasts, spotify breaker pocketcast radio public and stitcher Welcome back to Speak on Sports. As a reminder, we are available on Instagram at speak underscore on underscore it underscore sports. That's at Instagram. Come give us a follow and stay up to date with our episode releases. On to the key points we made heading into game two. For Golden State, we touched on Demarcus Cousins not being able to play if he continued to be as timid as he played in game one. He completely changed his approach. Boogie was very effective and contributed well at both ends. If Cousins can sustain this play, then our prediction on matchups prior to the finals beginning could swing in favor of Golden State at the center position. We also talked about Golden State needing someone outside of Curry and Clay stepping up, especially while Kevin Durant remains sidelined. DeMarcus Cousins and Draymond Green both stepped up in Game 2, playing much better than they did in Game 1. Golden State also dove deeper into their bench, and that also had a positive impact on the game as well for the Warriors. For Toronto, we talked about could Siakam continue his efficiency? Lowry's contributing offensively. Is he going to put up more points? Is he going to contribute in other ways offensively? Where is he going from there? Danny Green improving his play and being more consistent, and Gasol being aggressive. Siakam was nowhere near the level of play he displayed in game one. Siakam needs a bounce back game Wednesday night to give Toronto a better shot at stealing game three down in the bay. Kyle Lowry put in another poor playoff performance. Lowry for the Raptors sake needs to definitely step up his play if they want to make a legitimate run at bringing the NBA title back to Toronto. Danny Green continued his struggles although he hit two more triples, and Marcus saw not that he was playing timid, was just outplayed by a guy not even 100% in DeMarcus Cousins. That is definitely something to keep an eye on going forward. Our key points for Game 3, right after this. Speak on sports. Just a reminder, J.F. Bailey Productions' latest movie is debuting July 16th at 7.15 p.m., at Texas Theater in Dallas, Texas. And if you are unable to attend that showing, you can catch another showing three days later on July 19th at Liberty Hall in Tyler, Texas. For tickets, you can visit www.snooprobinson.com. Welcome back to Speak on Sports. Now it's time for our key points going into Game 3. For Golden State, again, with the injuries piling up, they'll need guys like Draymond and Cousins to continue their game two play. Clay being hobbled now as well, it's a major concern for the Dubs going forward. They'll need that collective bench effort to continue for sure. Should Clay be limited, look for Quinn Cook in an increased role and for Curry to be more of an attack type mode. On the other side, for Toronto, the key points remain virtually unchanged. Siakam needs a bounce-back game after his Game 2 letdown, coming off such a strong performance in the opener. Danny Green is needed by the Raptors for a breakout game. Kyle Lowry needs to rebound and prove his doubters wrong. Lowry has to find a way to bounce back for sure for the Raptors. Marcus saw also needs a bounce-back game. So, look for him and Siaka to be more aggressive in game three. If the struggles of Danny Green and Lowry continue, look for Fred Van Fleet to get even more minutes, perhaps even being moved into the starting lineup. Thank you for joining us this episode on Speak On It Sports. Make sure to check us out on our Instagram page at Speak On It Sports. That's at speak underscore on underscore it underscore sports and give us a follow comment on our post with your opinions on whatever the topic may be and your comment could be featured in a future episode of speak on It sports if you found value or entertainment in this show we'd appreciate a review rating you becoming a subscriber if you'd like to give our show a share and or simply tell a friend about the show that would help us out too make sure to tune in next time for everyone here at Speak on Sports, I am Justin Henderson. We'll see you.